Brother Polite, woo-wee. Man, he smacked the Hebrew guy up. What they call him, the Hebrew king or the Hebrew master? Some nonsense. Some crazy dude running the yap, 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 right? Kind of tried to get slick with Polite because, because he lost the debate against Seti and he lost it against Omar. And so they want to kind of like, he want to kind of like piggyback and talk crazy. What he forgot to realize is Polite, right? Is a Nuwabian. And one thing we know about Nuwabians, they will break a Hebrew down. That right knowledge, if, if applied correctly, will dismantle Islam, Christianity, and Judaism. That's the school I came out of. I ain't never going to lose. I never will lose against a person using one book and one God. Man, we got thousands of gods and thousands of books. You got your one little book and your one little God. And then you might add in Jesus Christ. You're done. So, yeah, we're going to kind of critique what the brother Polite was doing. We want to kind of let y'all see what Polite was doing. But I want to first say, what's going on, Sarnetta? Sarnetta got New York hopping down there in Harlem across the street from Apollo. He got him rocking. And a lot of people talk bad about the brother. But what y'all don't know about the brother Sarnetta is this. He brings marketplace to the community. He keeps the lecture series going in New York. He keeps the market, the money generating. Because when he give a debate, you have people selling goods and products, selling information. He allows our community to be open for information. The community becomes stagnated like the Muslim, Christian, and Jewish communities become stagnated. When you do not have fresh ideas and concepts coming through to challenge the old ones, Sarnetta allows his platform for challenge and debate. The brother been on the corner about 15, 20 years with those making them DVDs. Making people bow down, white people kiss his feet, all that. That's he been doing that. Bringing the top-notch lecturers into New York. Okay? Remember, right, I remember back in the day when we was just using those tapes. Well, guess what? You wouldn't even see them tapes if not for the brother Sarnetta. Sarnetta made it popular to deal with black African science. He's the first one that really made it, 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 it authentic to actually want to look at a Dr. Ben Tate. He promote that like that. Whereas though before him, you know, people couldn't get their material out there. Then you get Sarnetta, right? Although they try to say he do the black market thing. But that ain't necessarily true because black, because Sarnetta ain't never took none of my material and presented it. He always asked me, brother, can I pay you something to get that? He ain't never just did that. I want y'all to know that. But he made it popular to go outside and sell black African power information. As a matter of fact, he made it popular to sell Hebrew information, more sound simple information, more information. Uh, Bobby Hemet, Phil Valentine. He made it popular for you as a black community to be able to go outside and get it because it ain't like they got them in the stores. Don't act like you can go up to your Barnes and Nobles and get a daggone Dr. Ben Table book. Well, you probably can get a book, but you can get that tape. You ain't get that raw DVD. But Sarnetta made it popular for that. He did that. And so when I hear the new generation coming through, yeah, 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 he always wanted to debate. It's important for African people to debate. We debate to see where you at. If you run in your mouth, you, you got the answer for the people, then you should be able to stand the scrutiny like John Henry Clark did when he went up against Letowitz in that debate. You can go on our page and see that. Well, he broke the white boy all the way down had Mark Bunnell on the side, and he, break, and, he, and, and he got Mark Bunnell back, right, to break down lecture with them. Y'all should see that debate. So debating is a healthy thing for the community, 
Okay, don't get scared. Hebrews, you run your mouth a lot. And we're coming. And we're using all available material. We're using everything we, we don't, really, we don't got to use everything we got. But we're going to use the science. We're going to use the paleontology, the anthropology. We're going to show you where you pseudoscience. Okay, we're going to use the archaeology, study of ruins. We're going to use fossils. We're using dating, carbon dating. We're using all these things to show you that you really have no weapon. You have the one book, the Bible. That's all you really had. And so this is a classic example of a new whopping for like breaking the Hebrew down to the very last compound. Man, write the scriptures down. I got the scriptures down, and I'm going to go into the language to show you how he destroyed them. Put that call. You put that call in number up, God? Yeah. Y'all can call in, right? The number's on the screen. All right? Um, but we're going to go ahead and, and, and play a little bit of polite beating down a Hebrew guy. This Hebrew guy's supposed to be nuts. Beat him down. Well, he was asking that, did we eat our kids? Yes, we did eat our kids, you know what I'm saying? That was a point in our history when we was going off. We was being wicked. The Most High withdrew his, his protection from us, and we was conquered. We was laid siege to, and in and, and the process of us being laid siege to, we was eating our children. It was other times when there was a famine in the land, dealing with the up north. But yeah, it was a famine. It got so bad that we started eating our kids. You know, so that's a trick question. It's not a trick question. So to me, it is. It's a but trick. Anyway, I'm gonna answer it. Okay, but look, it's not a trick question. But let me, because you're gonna let me answer it or not, polite. Go so, ahead, so listen, look. If my father said that, yeah, I'd be like, that's fucked up because God told me you ain't supposed to be having abortions. Nigga, don't have kids if you can't take care of them. Period. But if God had said that to me, I would know that it would be. It was a reason for him saying that. So no, I would. So if God said that to me, if God said, damn, I wish I ain't make your ass. Yeah, I went. So this is what I'm saying. I'm a different generational group. If you give me a God, I want to know that when my God makes something, he's proud of what he created. Because my God turned around and said, damn when I made you, then that means don't send me to hell. Don't send me to heaven. So you that's what God said in the Well, we go to Genesis chapter 6, verse 6. Yeah. Uh -huh. It say? says, and it repented the Lord. And when you go to Hebrew, it can be synonymous with he or she. So it can mean he or she repented. They put the word it there in English. It says, it repented he, the no, Lord. No, no, it meant the situation that he was looking down upon. Let me finish upon. the verse. Listen, no, no. What, now you creating. Let me finish. No, what, 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 I know the Bible. What the Bible says. It says, it repented the Lord that he made man. And the word they use for repent mm -hmm. is the word nakam. Nakam means to regret. So it says he or she regretted that he made man. This okay. is in Genesis 6 verse 6. Now, now if God, if you converted me to your doctrine, and this is in the Torah or the Tanakh, if you converted me to the doctrine and you converted me to this God, and I read the scripture and the scripture says that God regretted or repented that he even made you in the first place, that's God saying the condom bust. I didn't mean to make no, you. Not. So no, why are you converting no, me to a God that, that wish he that's never not, made me? In ancient Egypt, hold up, in ancient, hold on, in ancient Egypt, our God never, in ancient Egypt, our God never said, I apologize for making you. I apologize for creating. God don't have no damn regrets. God's beat off on a piece of lettuce. And then another God, answer that question first. Come on, answer that question first. Yeah, yeah, but let me 
I'm going to answer his question as far as what he's talking about. The, that's not talking about Israel wasn't even in existence yet at that time, number one. Number two, that was God. I, I'm talking, though. I'll let you talk. Number two, when God said it repented, I regretted this, what he was, what he meant by that was the situation that was happening. He made man for a noble cause. You understand? He put that work to, he didn't just make man and just said, okay, you like a nigga make this camera and you know it's going to work. No, he had to prove man. Okay, I'm going to make you in my image, meaning you're going to know right from wrong and it's going to be up to you to do the right and, the, and, and if you do the wrong you will disappoint me and I'm going to have to destroy you and do it all over again and hopefully you'll get it right. You understand? So what God was saying was damn, look at the situation now, you know, I made it I made it noble but they, they this, this ain't working. It's like if I make a cup and then I pour some Kool-Aid in it and then the whole it starts spilling on me. I'm like damn you know, I, I shouldn't have made the cup, you know, let me change the design. So that's what happened, and that's what God was saying and repented him. He was he was not pleased with the situation, man. Don't switch me back in. All right, man. Polite was great. Say you don't got no problem with nobody beliefs. I ain't got no problem with nobody beliefs, neither. But man, did you hear the faulty, crazy explanation from the dead going Hebrew guy, man? First of all, man, how in the hell can you justify human beings eating their children? Black people don't eat their children. That show you already that the original Hebrews wasn't black. We ain't doing that. There's a lot of things we can eat. Plants, vegetables, go hunting before we would eat our children. Man, that sounds like an ice age type of thing. That sounds like a, a person living in a frozen region with no food at all for hundreds of miles. That sounds like a person that has a disconnect. In the, in the work, Shikanti Diop's work, Civilization of Barbarism, he shows in chapter 5, he talks about the African clan, Indo-European clan. He talks about how in the African clan, all babies must be born. Okay? And he talks about Indo-European clan, how they routinely just killed their babies. Wouldn't let them be born. That's that birth control thing again. It always trickles down. Like the sacred fire. The sacred fire trickles down from the ice age. In Africa, you ain't got to keep no fire burning. But in Indo-European cultures, in the colder regions, if your fire goes out, you're done. You're freezing. You die. No heat. Okay? In Africa, we're using fire at Pinnacle Point, keeping it at a certain temperature, manipulating the fire, okay, to actually forge certain stones so we can model them easier to make earl tips and certain stone tools at 190,000. That's what we use fire for. The point I'm making is that these traits always trickle down into European cultures and African cultures today. And so eating your children, sacrificing your children ain't an African thing. It's a Hebrew thing. It's a Indo-European thing. It's an out of your mind, but wild people thing. Got the archaeological evidence right here. Mark Bennell's work, Black Athena, pricing their children. The Bible, the Bible tell you that they eating their children. And you justify by saying the, the Most High did it. No, they did that because that's the quality of human being they was. There is no God that tells you that. That's a human idea and a concept to sacrifice and eat your children. Checkmated them. Then, Polite goes to the book of Genesis. See, he's using the Nuwapian style of using the book against them. 
And you know we're going to do a whole series on a whole lot of different scriptures that totally destroy the Bible. We're going to bring all that out. Going to have my man come on, right? And we're going to dissect the whole thing, show you how you use the Bible against him. See, you can always use the Bible with your family because it's the Bible. And they had that puzzle look when you hit them with the scripture. They'd be like this. <laughs> puzzle wuzzle, right. So he talked about Genesis 6 6. So let's go into the language. Genesis 6 6 talked about real fast. Genesis 6 6 talked about repenting. For y'all information, this is called the Keyword Study Bible. Keyword Study Bible, King James Version. This is the New King James Version. <laughs> KJV. But it's a, get this one, right? Because it has the strong concordance and lexicon in it where you can go into the language and see what it is. Get the strongest numbers. So in Genesis 6, 6, right? This is what Polite used. He said, and it repented the Lord. Right? That he had made man on earth, and it grieved him, right, at his heart. Verse 7. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping things and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth me that I have made them. <laughs> but Noah found grace. In the eyes of the Lord. Look, man, check this out, man. Obviously, you know what repent means? It means decease from, to pull back from, okay? To, 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 to not mean it, okay? So how is it that the God of the balanced universe, right? Not know, because God's supposed to know everything, right? How he not know? How he not understand what type of thing he need to make? Then manipulate nature. Remember, he made everything, so, so he, he makes everything to fit in right, right? The animals fit in right, creeping things fit in right, everything go according. But since the man don't act right, who's really after his image and after his likeness don't act right, you know what I'm saying? Then, then all of a sudden, he won't kill everything. He won't kill our animals. The animals didn't do nothing wrong. The bugs, insects didn't do nothing wrong. He couldn't kill all the fish because it was water. And fish don't die away, swimming water, right? So the word they use here, Right, for repent is Strong's number 5162. All right, so we come to Strong's number 5162, and it means to be sorry, to console oneself, to repent, to regret, to be moved, to pity, to grief, to rule, to repent. Come on, so the God of bounding you, universe has human emotions now? And he's sorry. So who does God blame? Since no one made God, no one is more powerful. Who does God blame? God blames himself? You mean God ain't got enough sense not to make a person that don't work in the nature that God made? It's called tomfoolery. It's called foolishness. It's called you Hebrews need to get your mind right. Stop howling and screaming in the community. Stop messing with people walking by. Cut it out. Go to your little secret corner and play your Hebrew games with yourself. 